Yo, what's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning back into Aliens on the Border. We got a very, very special episode today. Um, I'm hanging out with the band from Out of Town that's headlining one of the shows tonight. Desora is in the fucking building. Yeah. Say what's up, everyone. <laughs> All right, Desora. Um, yeah, and so uh, let's just let him get the headphones in. Can you get? All right, all right, perfect. There you go. Yeah, and we're sub-hosting here with Matamoros. Yes, I got Rick Matamoros on my side, co-piloting this episode with me. And um, so, like, like, can I have all of y'all introduce yourselves? You just want to... Oh, man. Yeah? I can't hear that one either. What the fuck? Yeah, I think it's just a little lower than the sensitivity. My name's Trey. I'm the drummer. The drums. My name's Johnny. I play guitar. I'm Danica, and I'm the singer. I'm Eric. I play guitar as well. Better than Johnny. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm David. I play bass. Well, All right, okay. cool. Well, there you guys have it. Um, I want to start off, first of all, like, I, I mean, I was just uh, shoot the question out there with, how, how did you guys become a band? Where did it all start? Uh, it started with Danica and I. Uh, we both were, like, born and raised in Dallas. Um, but then when she went to college, she went to uh, UT Austin. And so, you know, she's going there for the four years, for 10 years now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after she graduated, she got a job with the university, but they placed her in Edinburgh, uh, Texas. Uh, UT yeah, uh, yeah. Pan Am, right? Uh, no, no, no. She was out of high school. Oh, okay. Doing, uh, college. Yeah, I was working with, I was working with uh, UT Austin. Um, with doing college advising with Advice Texas, and um, I was sent to Edinburgh. Um, so I was like, cool. Like, where's the valley? <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't know, like, where it was. Uh, or I had, I had, like, heard about the valley and stuff because I had friends from there, but I had, like, never been there before. Um, but I was kind of just, like, for some reason lured to it you know i was just like you know what Destiny i think i want to go there. yeah i was like i think i do want to go like i'm just gonna go and i told eric like um was, you know like i didn't know how to feel about that because it's so far away and i've only ever lived in dallas yeah yeah um, but you know last minute it just like something got into me i was like i just needed like change my life just try something different yeah and we came down and lived here for a little bit and we, uh, you know, would make music in our living room, uh, just using, like, uh, Pro Tools and stuff, you know, the computer. That's cool. And I would, you know, track guitar, and she would sing on it. But it's really simple music, just, like, program drums and everything. You know what? I think that mic isn't really working. You want it? Are, are you sure? Yeah. Let's, um, yeah let's test that again. Test, test. Hello. Test, I mean, test. One, two. Up. It's coming up, but it's, like, super faint. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Test, one, two. Test. We yeah. Can just, we'll, That's we'll fine. We'll show this one, too. Whatever. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we just pretty much... Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, ended up with a few songs, or I think one song at first. And we got to play our first show at a bar called Infusions McAllen. 
and some friend of ours, friends of ours uh, would allow us to like play like one or two songs in the middle of their set with their shows that they played. And that's literally where it started is us just getting up like impromptu to like, you know, just go up and show people what we have. And, you know, of course, as time goes on, we we kept doing it and writing more songs and eventually played a show where we met Trey, our drummer, and he was playing in another band. Uh, Oh, wow. So so were you guys using backing tracks in those first? Yeah. First uh, shows? Sorry. Yeah. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. No, no. (laughs) That's cool, man. That's cool. It's, It's good. Yeah, I that's, missed that a little yeah bit, that's exactly yeah. what we're doing. Oh, wow. um, so we would take the laptop or just even load the like the wave file on my phone cool. uh, and just plug in, you know, using a, an auxiliary cord. Uh, and, you know, we had to count off like every single song and you can't mess yeah. up. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's all sequenced, right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's never going to change, okay. you know, there's not like the human element, whatever. So you kind of have to like constrict yourself but i think it was cool because it was almost like exercises for danik and i like make a drum beat that you can't necessarily like really play <laughs> and just Time play well along good like you put put in the hours yeah you know eventually you learn it and then you can like really play it you know and that's where you, where you met these guys yeah, yeah well um yeah i was playing with a friend of mine her name's gloria uh, our band was yours truly gloria but the funny thing is i hadn't like heard from her in like a year or so um and then all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, you want to play the show?" And we're like, "Yeah, like, okay, that's cool. Like, we can have we have that vibe where we can just like get together and just play a show, or just like get up and do it again and just like works." But um, so I I end up coming out to the show. I'm like talking to Gloria uh, quite a bit, like catching up. She's like, "Dude, there's these two people that you need to meet. Like, they're amazing. There's, uh, she's like the woman. She just." She gets wild on stage, so it's something you really need to see. Like they're amazing, and I'm like, oh, that's so awesome, dude. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you guys play on. I think it was last December here, right? Yes. In Santa Ana uh-huh. I was blown away, man. Oh man. I was like, you. what the fuck did I just see? It was amazing. Like thank just you. the music, your stage presence, everything all together was just beautiful. Oh yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> loved it. Danny gets so wild. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> True representation. Sorry, I snorted. I just like. <laughs> 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 you could have said nothing, and nobody would have known who it was. I know. I just like. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So uh, we were gonna play that show. Gloria was telling me all about them, and uh, funny enough that they show up, and uh, she's like, "Hey, dude, that's them." And I was like, "Oh, cool." I was like, "I'm gonna go talk to them right now." So I started talking to them about like Tool and time signatures, uh, and just all this crazy like music drum stuff all nerdy and stuff but uh um yeah we were just talking for a little bit and then um the start the show started and they had played no um we had played um my band had played and then uh once we were done you know, eric came up to me and he's like hey man that was a good job man that's cool i was like oh thanks man that's pretty like <laughs> makes me feel good about that you know um but then uh after we played then they went on and they had the laptop and I was like, I don't see their drummer, but like this, this looks cool. And then the drums came on and they're programmed, but they sound pretty badass. So um, I was like super excited. And then like seeing them play, I was like, dude, these guys are dope. Oh, that's <laughs> um, great. That's awesome. At the end of it, I was like, guys, if you guys ever get a drummer, like please let me know because that was awesome. I just want to see it live with drums. Like it would be so cool. And sure enough, they had like, uh, well, I think they'll tell you about it. They they just reached out to me. Yeah, how did that? 
Yeah, how did that happen? I don't. Rem- I don't remember completely. I mean, I don't mind Trey giving his perspective. Yeah, that's fine. You can keep talking. Trey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep going. This yeah, is real time. This I is real time. I think we had. I think we had a. Something with Johnny. You had you had mentioned oh, Trey, right? We also left that out. Yeah, huh? Johnny was helping us with days. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean before that, like Johnny was like helping. Yeah. I think it's me. <laughs> I had met Eric. I was working at Guitar Center, but we were all working at Guitar Center. It was David was our manager, and Eric was uh, working in the same department. And I was traveling a lot, and whenever I got back into town is when I first met him, and started helping them out and then they started playing shows while I was traveling and then they were looking for a drummer at the time and they had heard of Trey and that's where they met him at the show and I was even going to recommend Trey to them because he's like would fit perfectly and then that's you know eventually Trey just started playing with them and then when I got back in town I started helping them out on bass and I left again and (laughs) David started helping them out on bass you know and he was always there he was they were, you know, we we're always hanging out and stuff. And David eventually started playing bass. And he like learned bass, or like he pretty much like learned bass, right? Like for us, yeah. Like he's a good guitar player. Yeah. Well, the first time that I think you guys had met at one of your shows. Um, oh, like the cover band. Yeah. Well, the first time they saw you play. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much how like I kind of well. I met you guys. Oh, I met Eric at Guitar Center. Yeah, I met Johnny at Guitar Center because you were transferred to Guitar Center from Dallas. Yeah, and then uh, I, ha- I was playing in a cover band at the time, like a, like it was like a classic rock kind of like cover band, and um, they just kind of both started coming out to our shows and like they would come up on stage like during our breaks and like play a couple of songs. Yeah, they would let us like play, which was really nice. Yeah, it was really fun, and that's pretty much how we met and then just kind of started jamming from there and then when uh yeah when the opportunity like came up to kind of start playing bass with them and just kind of started jamming with them and um yeah i I, i'm originally a guitar player i guess i that's why i started i played bass like in high school and stuff like that like upright bass and orchestra but i was like primarily just a guitar player um so i'm still learning bass you know (laughs) he taught ingve malmstein how to play guitar (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy if Sorry, only I could teach somebody bass. I'm gonna cool. say like, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was kind of like, like, dude, oh, man, hell that's yeah, awesome. dude, David's amazing. Yeah. He's a shredder. He's like, it's like, Whoa. it's like still there. <laughs> it's still there. It's still like, it's like there, you know, it's in there. It's oh, tame yeah. now, but yeah. when I met you guys earlier, like on the load up, it was like progressive, a little bit of the, you know. Um, what, what dream theater rock yeah, discipline technical. John Petrucci yeah yeah we definitely like mess with like I some odd times sure. right. yeah, yeah yeah for yeah. sure we try not to let it get too cheesy yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can get cheesy really really easily um, but we would focus more on like experimental stuff I yeah. guess because we were mentioning we we're also really into like the Mars Volta yeah, yeah. I, definitely, one, I definitely get that feeling from y'all yeah. cool. like wow that was one major influence and to smove it down Dude, yeah. yeah, I love Mars Volta. I mean, they're awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. At the drive-in, too. Nice. I mean, oh, my God, know, absolutely. Back in the day, yep. yeah. So dude. incredible. Yes, for real. Huge influences. All of them are huge influences. So do all of y'all come from, like, a musical background? Like, uh, like as in ca- classically trained? Like, you went to school for it and shit? Or mm. not really? Or no. Oh, some of us. At some least some of us, yeah. yeah. Trey, I know, in school, yeah. did music in school. And then uh, so did David and myself. We all did, like, music at school and marching band or orchestra or something. Uh, and then 
I I like was in choir um, in some like for some years, uh, but not like I mean I I can't read like a note like a, a, like sheet music at all. Like I always tried to, and like my teacher was like so patient with. Uh, it's because okay, let me let me let me backtrack. Choir <laughs> like the arts was just not a like not. Um, really cared about like uh, at the school that I went to so like I mean choir was a class that you would take if like you didn't want to do anything so literally everybody <laughs> would just like sit there and just be like ta- talking and like just laughing just about stuff out. yeah just hanging out we would yeah, always yeah. have substitute teachers because we didn't have an actual teacher um, and then when we did have teachers they were so fed up with this that they would leave. It was like it was, Freedom Writers, but in it was real bad. <laughs> freedom Choir. Uh, it was yeah, it was really bad. But then we had one teacher um, that came in. We had one teacher that came in, and um, he was like really determined to like get some of us. At least like he saw some of us and was just like, you know what, like you have a good voice. Like I want to, I, I want to, if nobody else is going to focus on it, let me just focus on this group, yeah. you know, because everybody literally will be like, half of us would be in one side, like learning stuff. And then the other half would just be like, right, I'm chilling. But we'll be like, all right, that's cool. Like as long as you, you know, we're letting each other do what we need to do. Um, but he tried so hard to have us read sheet music and we just could not get it. Um, but he is actually the one that, that really pushed me to like, to sing like classically. Um, I mean, I had never delved into that world before. Like, I had heard about opera and stuff, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, that sounds nice. You know, I love, I love, I mean, I love it, but I, I can't ever do that, you know? But he's the one that was like, no, like, you need to sing louder. Like, this is like, he would show me, like, all of these classical, like, um, I, I learned a lot about, like, Baroque pieces, and, like, that's what I would sing. Um, and he taught me all that stuff, which is super cool. And, like, and he's like, look, I'm not going to focus on, like, your, the sheet music stuff like you're just gonna I'm just gonna teach you like by ear because you have a good ear um, so I would even go over to his house because his wife was an opera singer what she's that's incredible. crazy and she would give me lessons like they would literally like give me lessons and stuff you know every once in a while I, I would be able to go um, yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, and it was super, super fun. Uh, I learned a ton. Nothing like, you know, I mean, I wasn't there like every day, but like they would just teach me how to like project and like, okay, you know, like hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then I stopped singing for a while after that. Yeah. Cause like he was unfortunately let go because like they were cutting all the arts programs and stuff. And that was like one of the worst days I remember in like high school. Um, and then I kind of just stopped singing after that. I was like, it's just not, you know, it's just not something that I can do, I don't think, until we moved down to the valley. And then Eric was like, hey, I know you could sing. Like, you got these vibes. Like, let's do some stuff. So Let's use them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, I guess, like my training, like, quote, unquote, training. Do you feel that like sounds, it? Yeah, that sounds like great training, you know? Yeah. I mean, like it, the, the overall experience. It yeah. sounds totally positive. And yeah. Like, you had, you know, hands-on Yes, teaching, you know, man. Like almost like a tribal experience. You're going to the house. Yeah, you're doing no, all that. it was. I'm so it's grateful. It's a lot better than the academic setting. Yeah, absolutely, the, absolutely. Well, as a, like when you juxtapose the the, the mm-hmm. two uh, settings, you know, when we talk yeah. about the, you know, the people in the band, yeah. like you, yeah, Trey, you had yeah. a a totally different yeah. experience yeah. in high school. Yeah, I, I mean, I started uh, beginner drums like in middle school. Um, like, yeah, I didn't even think I'd wanted to play drums. I just I just tried out just because, like, my dad had shown me some weird rhythm on the table that, like, sounded like a beat. And I was like, ooh, I want to dance now. Um, so I was like, oh, I should try out for drums then, I guess. Like, um, so I made it in. So I was in middle school. 
then in high school, I did a marching band, and I also did the jazz band. And then when I, uh, my friends were doing choir, and they kept like telling me, like, dude, you should do choir, you should do choir. So starting freshman year, I was doing choir. And then uh, also, um, there's also a mariachi uh, group. So I got in that in the later years, because I was like, I, do, I need to do everything. Like, all of this is for free. Like, I got all this learning Take for advantage. free. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So I just tried to do all of it. Um, so marching band, jazz band, choir, Conjunto and Mariachi. It's really awesome yeah. the way you guys kind of came together, like the yeah. serendipity, you know, everyone just kind of like Seriously. showing up at a show. And yeah. then, but, yeah. but uh, you know, going back to what Danica, I think uh-huh. you right now you could probably learn how to read the notes and, oh, I and could, do that yeah. because you've, you've put in the time, you've put in yeah. that like practice learning, you know, doing no. the, the jams with the mm-hmm. sequence. And, Absolutely. Like, and working and with sequence music is hard. It's That's hard. Do it. Yeah. And, and also like, I mean, the, the the way that I sing now, it's a completely different type of singing. You know, like the classical singing is like it it's it's different. You know, so like for me, well, I guess technically it can't. It, there's like a lot of similarities, of course. You know, which I'm starting to like relearn right now. You know, I thought at, when I first started, like, oh, the way that I'm singing now is like completely different. So like, I can't do a lot of the same stuff that I used to do. But like now that I'm keep uh, that I keep doing it, and I'm like, no, I need to apply those things that I learned when I was younger, yeah. um, because if I want to keep my voice like you know, strong, I have to be, like, Yeah, you got to keep it. the chops. Exactly. It's like, like circles that, that have kind of, like, almost like a, a like an mm-hmm. opening, right? So it's a, not a complete circle. So that yeah. you can always kind of, like, twist it like yeah, a lock. Yeah, And you can use those skills from from your youth yeah, and, and kind of, like, lock them in, dial it in. And it's kind of yeah. like how, as, we, as we grow as artists. Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this, Eric. How did you get into playing guitar? Um, man, well... My brother, he's like four years older than me. And so, you know, growing up, it's like anything he did, I, I wanted to do too. And if, that goes for music, uh, TV shows, you know, everything. Yeah, I feel to you. Jinkos, <laughs> yeah. Remember Jinkos? <laughs> Jingle jeans. I think we all wanted that. Thing. ICP. Uh, not so much. ICP and... Um... No. <laughs> no. What else? No, ICP. No, but, but yeah, you know, he... Uh, Got a guitar whenever, I think I was like eight, maybe. And so I begged my mom for a guitar, and she was like, you know, for your birthday, fine, you know, we'll get you one. So I turned nine, and she took me to Guitar Center, like, it was me, her, and my brother. And I remember going in and, like, wanting this crazy, like, BC Rich, like, acrylic mockingbird. Have you seen those, like, the green see-through ones? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was just like, it was like $400 and she's like, no. Fuck no. So we found another one that was cheaper. It was like a Warlock, a BC Rich Warlock, like one of the old, like really heavy ones. Um, His first, Augustine's first guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Do you have a BC Rich Warlock? Yeah. One of the older ones, like the bronze. (coughs) That's cool. Um, but yeah, like that was it, you know, that like listening to Pantera and like Corn. Oh my God, I was like obsessed with Corn uh, and Slipknot, you know, Rob Zombie and stuff. It's just the guitars and the vocals to me, like, I don't know, always stuck in my head and I could always remember it. And picking up a guitar, you know, like you realize, or I guess I realized, like, I had no clue what I was doing and kind of became a dust collector for a while. But then as I, kind of became more of like a teenager I guess I started like getting back into it for some reason I think just learning about new bands in middle school and stuff you know just kind of like made me want to like just made me want music more than just like listening to it 
And so I started playing again. And by the time I was 16, I joined up like a band finally. And it was like a death metal band. And just, it did it for like six years. Damn. And that's like, yeah, where it was like burned into my soul that I just, you got to keep doing it, you know? For sure. But yeah, doing it with that. And that, yeah. And so now, like, the tour that you guys are starting, um, it's for the new album you guys are putting out, right? Yeah. What's, what's yeah. it called? It just came out. It's called Creando Usul. I'll let Danica talk. No, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so um, it's to... Yesterday, we launched the, our, our new EP, Creando Azul. Um, and yeah, this tour is, like, supporting, I guess, that album. Um, so we'll be gone for a little while. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's looking at me like, uh, I thought you had something to say because you were oh, looking no. very <laughs> I was just making sure everyone could talk if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah, we're... It's okay. Yeah, we're really excited. I mean, uh, we've never toured, like, this long before. Um, it's already gone to, to, like... I mean, it's our first, like, date, and it's already been an adventure. <laughs> yeah. It's, all, yeah. <laughs> it's oh already been kind of oh crazy. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm the only one who has traveled, and this has never happened. <laughs> for our this is yeah. just the beginning. For all for our listeners, um, Johnny currently has a piece of uh, aloe <laughs> on his hand. Um, yeah, yeah. Our or the radiator tube or something busted, and the radiator fluid got all over my hand, and oh, it's hot in Laredo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the car's hot. Yeah, it's hot in the whole valley. Yeah, no, the whole valley's hot, yeah. And it looks pretty Whoa, It looks pretty it's like gnarly. blistering up <laughs> yeah. and shit. His hand's pretty Just fun. my luck. Oh wow. Oh yeah. man, yeah. yeah. It's bubbling now. That, that'll soothe you out, man. It's got the those properties where it like yeah. does the uh you know anti inflammatory and yeah. analgesic so it'll numb you out at the yeah. same time, you know. Yeah, it's good. It's really yeah. it's I mean I like yeah, it just it feels good like this. Yeah. Keep it like that. <laughs> Damn. You you still be able to play tonight, right? I hope so. I think so. It seems I'm really like, looking forward I mean, to I can move my... Kicks in like he'll yeah. be jamming. Right. Yeah, for I'll sure. I'll go get some tequila right now. Yeah. Like, no. There's a bottle of vodka. <laughs> that's that's oh, shit. Just like chug that. Just pour a little bit on it <laughs> right, and, and boom, knock it back. There's a guy out there that had some cocaine. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's not. No, that's no, not the right not. way to go. No, no, no. It's not that. It's, I, I want to talk a bit about the, the process behind how you guys put the music together as far as like, I guess I'll start with you, Danica. Like, yeah. how do you come up like, does, is the song made before you put the lyrics on, or does it go, like, hand in hand, or how, how does that work? Um, usually, it's, we'll, like, make, like, the song first, or, like, at least some type of structure, like, or some riffs, and then I'll try to put a melody to it. Um, for this album, it was a little bit different in that um, I kind of had, like, a concept beforehand. You know, I was, like, I kind of, I really want to talk about um, this, like, just this like stuff that I was like going through and like how to put it into I guess like a story. Um, so we talked about it for a little bit and then we started. We created it um, in wait first. Um, so we made that maybe like a year ago, and we made that song and that kind of went with the whole like concept. And then we just started from there like just writing songs that reflected that same feeling. Um, and yeah, I just kind of went with that. It was it was a lot of like back and forth, you know, like we'll come up with with some music to it and then I'll I'll come up with the lyrics and in some cases, you know, I was singing about the lyrics and then we'll, we'll 
it, w- it was a lot of back and forth in that. And, yeah. and like for the instrumentation, do like all of you guys get together and just jam? Like is that pretty, pretty much, much? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. definitely since we've been a like a five piece like this current lineup, it's been like that. And that, that's the cool thing about the album we just released is every song is all five of us kind of going. So it's like a piece of everyone in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. And you know, like the older songs, you know, it's like there was a time where David was in the band and where he wasn't, you know, and same with Johnny. And so it's like, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's more of a variety, I feel. This one's a little bit more, like, fluid, kind of consistent um, throughout. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's like, definitely, that's the way it is now. Is like, I mean, like, if one or, or two or three of us, whatever, are together and someone is away, like, we, we don't, like, not, like, jam or anything. Yeah. But, but it's, it's usually if we're going to be in the jam room, like, practicing, it's because, like, everyone's there. Um, and so, like, ideas can, like, come, like, from our, like, living room or something. But whenever they, like, start getting worked on, it's, like, we're usually all there. All together. Yeah, all coming on. together. Mm-hmm. Has it been difficult now that you guys are, like, a five-piece to, like, kind of coordinate with, how, like, everyone's timing and everything? Is that, how's that Well. <laughs> you know what they say about basses. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no. I would say that about drums. <laughs> no, but the crazy thing is. Is well, there's a lot of crazy things. First, we all live in the same three bedroom apartment. Yeah, and we're five. Oh, shit. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Yeah. that's badass. uh, As of recently, some of us more so than others, but as of recently, we all quit our jobs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We all wait. We all quit our jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're broke. (laughs) (laughs) So that's been very helpful and like productive you know like in terms of like the, the band moving forward and you know getting all the crazy work done like promoting and making all the merch and you know figuring out where this money is coming from you know it's yeah, like yeah dude it, I, I, I feel very hopeful about it just like the, the first time I saw you guys perform I was like holy shit like I hadn't felt this impressed by like another band in a minute that like at least like a an un, like underground, I guess I would call it, and like just being in the audience that day, it was like, what, like, yeah, what the fuck know. is going on? Yeah, but like in a, in a good that. way, it was just like, yeah. mm. I don't know, it just, I felt like the music just kind of like takes you somewhere else, or at least like with, um, like Tierra Eterna, that's how I felt like cool. listening oh, okay. to it. Like, Man, it, was, cool. it was pretty badass. Thank nice. you. Thanks. I can, I don't know. Sometimes I get a little self conscious about like the songs. But then I listen to it and just like, you know, I feel like we do that with like anything that like we, yeah. we've kind of progressed from or that we in our eyes see that we've progressed from, you know, it's like kind of like, ah, could have done this better or that better. But then I listen and it's like. Yeah, but also like, also whenever we hear other people talk about it, like it, uh, like in the past, like I, I've been like, oh, like all those songs, all those songs like suck, you know, but then I hear other people, you know, and they're just like, no, like I listened to it, uh, you know, I listened to it today and it was like you know, incredible, and it's, like, moving, and I was, like, uh, you know, it, it makes you think, like, you know what, like, I got to take in that perspective, yeah. too, um, you know, it's still good in somebody's eyes, you know, so I can't become, I don't know, that's, like, helped me, at least, it's, like, yeah, 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 and, yeah, and, like, for me, like, I'm, ter- I'm, like, so hard on myself, you know, I'm, like, fuck, like, this shit sucks, like, you know, like, my voice sucks, and, like, all this other stuff, but I've been trying to, like, now that I, like, I, like, quit my job. I'm making these huge decisions, you know, huge life changes. And I'm, like, you know what? Like, I need to be, you know, I need to be a little more confident in myself yeah. and, like, even the past stuff that, I, that, that I've that i done. 
and it's, it's helped me create more. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a quantum leap. Like you guys are getting the signals in real time from the universe. Like, I mean, you know, I don't want to go on a metaphysical trip, yeah. but yeah. you guys are actually like it's from an outside yeah. point of view. Cause I mean, I just met you guys right now. So it sounds like you're getting the signals from the universe in real time, <laughs> telling you you're on the right track. Yeah. Like, we're our worst critic. Somebody, mm-hmm. you know, I, I create content too. I make music. I yeah. do stuff. So I totally am with you. Like I make it and I can make, you know, 50 songs, whatever, like in a week. I mean, not, I'm not a prince, but you know, I make a lot of songs <laughs> yeah. and I just put them aside, but I'll, I'll put CDs out and give them to people. And they're like, oh my goodness, I listened to that music and like, I got the goosebumps and like, I'm like, what? Like I, yeah. I was just like walking from my kitchen <laughs> here and there and I like did something on the yeah. computer and like had an idea and so yeah, yeah. it's like growth it's like yes. you ever like think about like your past like it was ever like a moment when you were younger like where you said something or did something and like you're in the shower and you think about it now and you start cringing you're just like yeah, why did yeah. I do that it's probably not that it's big like you of a become deal. self-aware yeah. so yeah. like you are yeah and you do that to your like craft you know yeah. it's the same thing yeah. like you know I listen to the older album now and I'm just like Ugh. I'm like like not like it's not bad but I'm just like you know like there's, like a, there's another thing though I, it's like the other way around where you listen to this stuff when you're when, when you made it when you were younger and it's like you didn't really know you feel like you didn't know what you were doing at the time but you're like I wish I could be doing that now you know like yeah, yeah. like like looking at it with some sort of like just like it's still somewhat mysterious to it so you're just like venturing out into yeah that yeah. creative space where it's like, whoa, what's happening? I don't yeah. know, but it's happening. Yeah. It's raw. Like when you're when you're doing it when you're young and it's like you're it's raw, you're in like jam mode and you can just mm-hmm. like go over to your friend's house and jam and you're not, you're not overthinking yeah. anything. You're not yeah. and you're not stressed out by <laughs> yeah. responsibilities yeah. Yeah. and adult stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, sure, but, yeah. But, so it's like a double edged yeah. sword. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you document stuff, when you record, you can look back, even with this recording, we'll look back on it, you know two or three days from now yeah. when we see it like oh we'll hear it you know yeah. but yeah. man it sounds like you guys are on the right track if, huh. if I didn't Thank know any you. better I'd say like all these things that happened all these events yeah the, the emergency the outside with yeah. the car yeah. blowing up all that yeah. stuff it's you're on the right path like yeah. you guys just keep it up yeah it's funny because like, yeah it was yeah. like we, we were talking about it or we've been doing a we did like another podcast and uh, we were talking and just like listening to the story too just kind of weird because like like Danica and Dallas, I mean, Danica and Dallas, Danica and Eric. <laughs> Can y'all please start calling me Dallas? From yeah, yeah, I'm joking. Dallas, jo- what up, yeah. Dallas? Like, they're from Dallas, you know, and they moved down to the Valley, you know, and like Johnny's from Austin, you know, he moved down to the Valley just kind of randomly. And uh, like, I was even living in Houston at the time when, we, and then I had just kind of like last minute decided to come back home and go back to the Valley. And uh, that's when I met them, you know, at the same time. Yeah. We all kind of, like, went at the same time. And then Trey was from, like, another city, too, like San Benito, and just so happened to, like, yeah. meet us in the county. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just kind of weird how, like, we all kind of just, like, ended up yeah. there. And in what like, city was uh, this that, like, brought y'all together? Like, this is McAllen? McAllen. McAllen? Yeah. Oh, okay. McAllen. okay. okay. Yeah. Curious. That's pretty yeah. badass. McAllen has a pretty, like, like, I don't know, like, a very, par- like, strong creative scene, I would say. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Gone out there to like a show or two, and I'm like, just like, wow, like, yeah. this is pretty badass. Yeah, no, it's, it's been, uh, uh, we, I've noticed that it's been very nurturing to itself, and it's been very um, amazing just to be watching it. Because I remember when I was younger, there's a lot of times where people were just ragging on each other um, because they're different and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, 
um, I think it started like a few months. I really felt like community um, within the music scene. That was like a few months before I met Eric and Danica. And then meeting Eric and Danica and being in the music scene. Since then, it's just been, well, with everyone, it's definitely been growing and uh, being even more nurturing. So, yeah, I, I, I love it down there. It's awesome. I'm so glad we all met there. <laughs> down down here, I guess. <laughs> this is weird. It's like Laredo is still considered part of the valley. Well, it is the valley. Is but it really? It is, right? I, I mean, they share, like, area codes. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't think I would, that we would actually technically consider it the valley. It's not part of the RGV. Okay, okay. It's that's kind of I, on the outside. Okay, that's what yeah, I wondered. Yeah. I wasn't too sure about that. We're like a random, like, stop in between, like, the valley and, like, greater yeah. Texas. Like, yeah, just for sure. Like Laredo. <laughs> like Laredo. Yeah, cool. I, like, the, it's, it's cool that you, what you were saying about, like, the music scene at first being, like, kind of, like, segregated to where people are, like, ragging or like talking shit about each other and yeah. then it kind of like turned into something where like a more of a collective yeah right mm-hmm. yeah and so like me being from here like i've seen the same type of thing and like now that it's like really nice. starting to come together at least as far as like in the uh like quote-unquote like rock scene i say rock but like it's just like a very like broad like umbrella that i'm putting like a oh, bunch yeah. of different yeah, other bands yeah. Under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but at least like what i've been seeing now is the, the growth and more artists trying to like come together to put out these shows that like I don't know make the scene a thing here yeah not that it's not but just improve it you mm-hmm. know yeah and like it's cool that it's happening like everywhere this place right here yeah, yeah. Man. this, this place is, is awesome really cool. <laughs> yeah this Sick. is really cool yeah like they kind of have like a similar like uh, aesthetic to it inside and like it's really cool like yeah, it's, it's cool. a really cool aesthetic yeah yeah that's it's I think this is like 1800s late 1800s yeah, or something wow. so I mean you know it's Man. It's pretty much the same, like 16 feet ceilings. And I, I mean, yeah, it's I pretty know, open. It feels so nice, nice. in here. The, the, I, I really like, like the windows that are right yeah. behind us. Like just the yeah. view over yeah. the street and shit, it's badass, man. Yeah. It's like, and it's then just, the random brick windows over there. Really cool vibe. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a, it, it comes alive at night, man. It's wow. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Take a, panorama, take a panorama photo with yeah. the light still before the, the sunlight goes down. Because, you know, when it's nighttime, you won't get, like, the amazing lighting. Mm-hmm. But you can take another nighttime photo, too. But take advantage of, like, take some snaps. Is that a cool. heater? I don't know. It might be. That I think you might be right. It, it's like a vent. And the like drawer, an like, vent. Yeah. to put yeah. your, yeah, exactly. know, lump coal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, that's Holy how crap. old school this is. That's insane. You're, you're the first person that's actually identified that. Oh, my God. Like, yes. History. Nice. Laredo. History. Yes. Yeah, I'm you're in the first person. You're a time traveler because Dude. you're the only one out of all the people that have ever come in here that actually know the true function of that that drawer and that, that port, that vent. Lay, lay on the. Um, wow. This used to be one huge I building, right? This whole block. I think so. I think the whole block that we're in right here on the city block, we're occupying like half of the city block with this building, and like the whole building used to cover the. I think the whole city block. Holy so crap. you could. Wow. Um, there, you, there used to be openings like from one building to the other. There's mm. a, a door in that, that bathroom that'll let you go downstairs to the oh, under part. And it's another building, like another store. And then there's another Dude, store underneath that so has their own upstairs. It, you can like go in through the back through that little patio that we were on. So it's really nice. It's old, old timey. It gives you like a different feel like yes. from being like in the typical desert, yeah. Laredo, you know. I don't know if I've ever yeah. been like, in a, maybe seen El Rey. But, like, in a building that still very, like, functions still very similarly to how it originally yes. did. Yeah. You know, usually like, people revamp yeah. 
things and make it yeah. more ergonomical, whatever you yeah, call it. Or like yeah. But it's like, yeah, you saying yeah. that there's still, yeah, yeah there there's go. still that has that charm from when it, they made it. That's cool. It's yeah, awesome. and and this venue is like a, a special place. I feel like it's. I say this a lot, and I've been saying this on like a bunch of the episodes that I've had like different artists on, right? And um, I feel like it's kind of like the epicenter where like it's. I don't know, bro. It's like, this is the place. Maybe there was something, you know, whoever built the building, like maybe there's some cosmic link, like some kind of like, you know, time related thing that's like on a, I don't know, like in the movies, I don't know if you guys watch movies a lot, but like in that Terminator movie, the new one, Genesis, they were talking about like prime time or something like how there's like a prime timeline that all timelines derive from that one and so they have like alternative timelines so maybe there's something here in this building that josh feels because a lot of other people feel it too we're not the only ones that have described it and it's called the alexander building there's a high school here in town named after somebody alexander so obviously like this alexander person must have been important hey that's my middle name that's hey. your name? That's my middle name, yeah. Yeah, so nice. it, I mean, you know, it ties us, we're all tied in somehow into that that link yeah. of whether this person or somehow genetically we might even, yeah. each of us, the seven of us in here might have like similar genes. You never know. You know? Cool, I'm wearing man. cargo shorts, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Is this place we're, we're haunted? Connected. I got the cargo blue, shorts too. Yeah, Mine are from yeah. India. Yeah. I, I bought shorts. them in India. Oh, oh nice. shit! Nice. Is this place haunted? Is that what you asked? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, fuck, where did I was seeing? Who's that? I don't know. I've seen. No, that. I'm just kidding. Now um, I'm like, uh, <laughs> who's that, that over that's there? That's Andy Warhol. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Um, you know, I don't know if uh, places are haunted or not. I think that's uh, all subjective. Yeah, uh, yeah, personal sure. opinion. But like, I don't know. Yeah. You can, yeah, I don't know about go have a look at it. Ghost, yeah, or energies or. Whatever. It'd be nice <laughs> to take some infrared photos. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe it'd be linked to what we're talking about. Yeah. Maybe it's on that sense it. It's like we're all connected. We're all kind of like coming in. This is a conduit through time. That's what I'm trying. Like that's the yeah. point that I'm trying to drive yeah. home is that yeah. whatever time we're in, we're in 2018 right now, but there could be a parallel timeline, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe a 1928 or a 1890s that, that is happening in this location right now that mm, we're, so cool. we're sort of convalescing with those people in that triple point or quad, quadra point curve yeah. there where, where we're bringing all the timelines into one. Those are yeah. Yeah. Like, those I are feel the like ghosts. I know you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and yeah, but I don't I just, know you yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I felt really comfortable when I was walking yeah, up those stairs. <laughs> I was just like, for some reason, I was just like, getting, like this is like, where relaxed. we're meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Dude. For sure. Like, the car turned off, like you know. Yeah. It was just like, hey, you're here. You can't I walked upstairs and I was like, oh, we're stuck in Laredo. That's not the worst thing of like. No, no. This is no. It sounds like the beginning of the scary movies. It's not, though, because the solutions almost like they reveal themselves in real time. So yeah. we know how to fix the car. Like we already yeah, figured out no. we're going to intubate the, the little tube and, yeah. you know, with like a, a pen or something and just kind of like do a little MacGyver. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are watched MacGyver, but yeah, like we yeah. watched, that's all we do in Laredo and in the Valley and just like watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> so Copy what we yeah. see, right? Uh, oh, so coming back to the new album that you guys dropped, it's called Creando Azul, right? Yes. What, what, what are you, what's the concepts behind them? Or like, what are you trying to get across to the listener? Yeah, um, I guess a lot of the songs, it, it's, a, it's pretty much about, um, I guess, purging from um, anxieties and like, and negative thoughts that, you know, build up inside of you. Um, 
So I wanted to to just because I sing a lot about that because, you know, I struggle with anxiety and depression. And, um, you know, it's not something that I would talk a lot about, um, but I would sing about it a lot, you know. So I wanted a way to kind of bring it all together and, and just really have this album be uh, just cathartic, you know, just a way to, to just let go of all that stuff. Um, so a lot of the album um, goes through the beginnings of, you know, um, having those, you know, panic attacks and having those anxieties and waking up, like not wanting to wake up and, you know, waking up, not wanting to move your body, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. And then having a way kind of like hope, you know, kind of still there. So then how do you transfer like that energy and, and make it something that where you can create out of it, you know, because I, I noticed that I was creating off of that negative energy. So I was like, you know what, there is hope, you know, if I'm able to create out of this, you know, this whole album is about creating off of that suffering, you know, and, um, you know, people do it in, in many different ways, of course. Um, but this is just like my way, I guess, of, of expressing myself and in, in creating. So I mean, if people can find, you know, uh, I guess, similarities in that, that's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> Badass. Now, I want to ask you this. What, um, to go back to Tierra Eterna, mm -hmm. um, what, was there like a specific concept behind that? Or was it kind of just like a, those, a exploring a feeling or something? Yeah, or? yeah. Those songs all, I mean, I talk a lot about, I guess, you know, I like, I, I really do sing a lot about, anxious stuff and you know and but very in a very like aggressive way you know like in a very like yeah I guess aggressive way <laughs> um but yeah that that one was I guess we had just like moved down to the valley and stuff and um before that I was very lost you know my head was just very lost I didn't know like where I, like where I I needed to be or like where I was supposed to be in in my head you know um, so it was about like trying to discover a place and a lot of the songs that I was writing were about that like even like Dead Cells is kind of like you know this like almost existential like crisis the world is ending you know to you know the physical um, Tierra Interna the song um, is about like you know physically like clawing out of something you know trying to claw out but still being stuck there um, and then Creando Azul was a way to just keep exploring that element but uh, make it more about, I guess, like, being able to, you're finally, like, getting out, you know, like, it's a way to get out, um, and to me, like, I, I used a lot, I, I explored, like, the ocean a lot, and, like, and water a lot, I, 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 I thought about that a lot when I, when, any time that I was going through, like, really anxious stuff, like, I would want to go to the ocean, like, I would want to, um, I, anytime that I would go, I would just kind of see it and just want to be it, you know, want to be an ocean, I yeah, guess. I like, that. you know, I want to be, yeah. like... Vast. Vast, you know, so... Powerful. Yeah, so Creando Azul is creating blue, so you're, like, creating your own ocean within yourself. Like, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird to... I, I really think this like is the first time that I, like, really, like, explain it. it out, yeah. yeah. and I was... And I'm able to get it out. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Because I, I like the concept that you're talking of, and it's... Or the concepts that you're bringing forth, and mm -hmm. I feel, like, it's interesting that you choose the concept of being an ocean and like there's been times in my point like I occasionally write or whatever mm -hmm. and like that's neither here nor there but just to I get where you're, where you're coming yeah, from like the yeah. the idea of the ocean is just it I feel like it subtly shapes like a lot of the overarching like huge 
ideas that are at the base at yeah. like uh, of human expression as far as yeah. like there's this the surface that we clearly see and understand and we can see like through mm-hmm. to the edge of the horizon yeah. but just below it is like mystery it's yeah it's unknown and yeah. then the waves that crash that like crash on the shore that we stand on it's just like a like whoa like it's just very very powerful and you're yeah. very small you're compared small. to it yeah like, absolutely just, i don't know it's an interesting concept and it's like a very yeah. awesome concept i like that you brought that forward yeah, it's yeah, pretty thank badass you. thank you <laughs> yeah I mean, that's amazing i mean it's, it's again it's more proof that you guys are on the on the path like yeah. you keep it going i can't yeah. wait to hear the music sounds amazing <laughs> already just talking about it yeah. like and people use that the ocean uh allegory a lot like yeah. in eastern mysticism and, yeah yeah you know in western western uh theory as well mm-hmm, so absolutely. you guys are hitting hitting right on the <laughs> like the spearhead i mean it's, yeah it sounds amazing so yeah, i can't you. wait i'm a total like never heard it before i just I'm yeah. a fan of aliens on the border <laughs> so you know we sometimes we done a podcast here or two before with josh so yeah but yeah awesome. cool uh, I'm interested in, I actually haven't heard anything off of Grand Azul, so I'm yeah. interested in like listening to Ooh, nice. all the new yeah, stuff. We're, excited. Yes. we're, we're so excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm hyped up. Like, I, <laughs> since the last time you guys came here, since then, I was like, fuck, when are they going to come back? Like, and then I automatically thought, like, fuck, <laughs> nice. I can see them like collaborating with different artists from around here and everything, and like that would just be a fucking great yeah, show, and insane. it just happened. Now yeah. it's happening. Yeah. Well, man, yeah, we, happening. The, that, uh, that time that we played, we did play, I think, two songs off of the new uh, the so you may have heard those two songs at least well I didn't but know yeah, so no, it doesn't count yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> I was gonna say man you haven't heard y'all haven't heard anything like so that means if we mess up you won't know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no, I'm that's true. I have no expectations so no. I've got like a more maybe like a technical question so now that you guys are living together you guys recording um, you mentioned like maybe like if three of you are there you'll jam you'll practice or so yeah. but when, when you do the actual recordings is it like everyone together and um, you just like say go and like okay here we go oh no and you hit hit record and so simultrack we do like or? a lot of pre-production for a song like even if we don't intend on like recording it soon um, we we I think it's super important I'm sure the guys are agree like being able to hear your part whether you played it or it's programmed you know like just hear the idea without having to focus on you know playing the instrument. I think it's just super helpful for writing and figuring out like what direction you want to go in as an individual like musician mm. or even for the overall song, which I think is really cool. You get to see it in all those different ways very easily because you're not like, you know, focused on your instrument. Um, so like, yeah, if like any idea comes up like a riff or a part that we started jamming on so that way Danica can start getting a melody. Um, you know, we'll, like even if it's like two riffs that we have you know we'll like make it into parts and just have it like as a loop and wow. then you know just we could listen to that it's you know i'll usually drop put it on dropbox and like send it to the guys our group chat that way anytime we want to we can just listen to it like whether we're in the car or at home or whatever and that way everybody can at any time of the day or whenever just hear the idea you know because you get ideas like yeah. <laughs> most messed up times of the day yeah that's you if you have access to it, you know, it's like you listen to it and be like, okay, like it might work or it might not work. And then, or at least maybe you have your instrument, you know, and try it out. 
Sorry, that's like my universal symbol for instrument. Even yeah, drums. Got it. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I was yeah. raised in the, the outskirts of the valley, so yeah. I, I know the language. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, it could be that. And then um, when we do record, like sometimes we've done like live recording before uh, where it was like mainly live. And then we kind of go in and just like fix little things. Um, but then most of what we've done has been like the multi-track kind of. You know, it's like we're in there with Trey for do, for the drum parts and whatnot. But then, you know, if there's anything that we tracked when we're focusing on Trey's recording, then we'll keep it. But, you know, usually it's like just go and kind of set up the mics, how, set up the mics however, and uh, should we do it? You guys track out on like a multi-track? Yeah, so well, it's, it's, it's all digital. It's like like a, oh, it's digital? Yeah, I just have a Pro Got Tools it. rig with like a, like, yeah, digital interface. Cool. Yeah. And we've when done you said like multi-track for a second, I thought, oh, oh I'm sorry. Cool. Yeah, it's I just meant like in like tracking like a individually. Task cam or no, yeah. <laughs> I used to have one of the the what is it? Eighth inch tape. Oh wow! Like you a, a cassette. Reel to reel? Uh, well, oh, like a, a cassette. Oh, cassette. Yeah, the oh, cassette okay. one. Just task cheap. Yeah. It was like seventy dollars or something. Yeah. And it was I think it was a task cam. And I remember like my old metal band. We did our own recordings, yeah. and we had a single like Radio Shack mic. And we put it on a stool like that in front of the drums, and just like. I remember those no days, clickers. like in high school, <laughs> like some, when my buddies had those, you know, and we'd yeah. we'd make those recordings all the time. Yeah, they're the With best. Like one mic, like it sounded horrible, but it was like the best time. And there was like yeah. that one guy that always had like that one hundred dollar mic, and he'd like, hey, yeah, I'll that mic from that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a single fifty-seven. The, the Cobalt CO9. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. I th- I think yeah. the like the funniest, or at least like, um, as far as like the the quality of the recording mic, the funniest story I know is like. A, my cousins would just like randomly do like parody like Spanish rap songs over like regular rap songs or whatever. That's awesome. And um, this and this is like back in the day, dude. Like maybe like late nineties, early two thousands, and they would record off of like plugging in just like some fucking regular ass headphones into the mic thing. And I don't know how the fuck they would use that <laughs> as like a mic, quote unquote, with like cool edit pro and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like like wow. singing into the headphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Cool edit pro, you just like took it back like to the day. I remember that uh, Edit Pro. I used to use that all the time. I didn't. I didn't. I, I got into like audio and stuff, like engineering. Or, or I don't consider myself like an engineer, but just like trying to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like late, like after high school, like I was always doing the band thing and playing guitar, and then you know the little bit with like the task cam. But I didn't think to like try to like take it further until I met uh, actually the guy who recorded the Adaiterna. Yeah, yeah. Like I met him when I was like. 17 or 18 years old and um he recorded my metal band a few songs and after like that experience of recording and you know it was in his bedroom but he had his speakers and all his gear and i just like man i want to do that like that sound and the way he made a sound it's just like i need to be able like to figure out how to get these sounds yeah that record is really crisp man i really like it like it's like all the the tones and like the sounds and everything it's like you can really like, I can listen to it again and then hear, like, something I wasn't, like, paying attention to the other, That's like, cool. the first time over or stuff nice. like that. Like, it's pretty badass, dude. Cool. And I, I wanted yeah. to ask this. So, like, are you guys uh, self-recording? Like, you haven't gone to, like, a major studio for this new oh, record no, or anything? Oh, no, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Well, we do, like, our own, like, pre-production. We've done, like, our own demos where we really mix everything. Uh, but the both albums that we have, they've been done. Like, well, the, uh, Scott, the guy I was telling you about, okay. Eterna, uh, we went up to well both times we went up to Dallas. It was like a like a like a home like garage converted into a studio, which is actually really cool. Like it was kind of tight, 
But um, but it was awesome. There's like three isolation rooms, like legit gear, and it was cool. And then the the for Crendo Sul, we also went up to Dallas or Oak Cliff, and um, there's another studio that was like converted from like a condo or it was like, like an agency thing. Oh, you're talking about Elmwood? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a insurance place. I don't know. Okay, it, it, was, was it looked like, like a, yeah, small. like a like just like some office space. Casual, yeah, like but like oh, pretty old too. Kind of not this old, but you know, it looked pretty old. Yeah. It was like all brick and. But then you walk in and there's like a foyer and then. Like that's where they have like their microwave and fridge. And you walk through another two doors and it's just like this awesome studio, you know, super like insane gear. Then the cutting room, like the, the actual room where we jam in is like huge. Well, huge for what the front looks like. And, uh, yeah, just gear everywhere. Like he literally had it lined up against the walls. Like, like, and it's just endless, like different instruments. And there's a water what do they call it? Water, water phone? Water pipe? Was it called a water phone? <laughs> water bong? Water phone? There's a water bong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know it was like this instrument that, that gets really creepy sounds. It it's like a Voss or a vase almost? They used to, they used to use it like... For like, movies. For movies. Like for like, you know, to get the really creepy like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that... Yeah, you put water and it has like these little these little metal like pipes that stick out in like different um, in different uh, lengths, mm. and then you get a like a what is it called a bow, and you just like slide it across it. Yeah. yeah, and it's like yeah, so you get like the creepy like old school like mo- like horror movie sounds yeah, that's like oh badass. my god, and we yeah. used it for um, the end of Claridad. David recorded it. Yeah, David recorded it. He used to play cello. So yeah. he's used to using the bow. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool like, using that thing. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, I just read about this. Like, I was so excited. Oh. <laughs> I think it's like an Eastern instrument, isn't it? Or was it kind of, I don't know if it was like made to sound weird like or a, creepy, but yeah. It, yeah, it just seems like. To serve its purpose on movies yeah, yeah. and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you guys um, doing any like music videos or anything for any of the tracks off of this new record? Um, we don't have anything set up right now, but I mean, we want to, um, I mean, we're going to, we're going to be on the road quite a bit and, you know, going a pretty good distance. So we might not get the chance to do it like super soon, Yeah, but, but you know, we're always like trying to, to put more content out and for sure. Yeah. You know, think of different ways, ways that we don't normally do or, or haven't done before, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We just like released a video that Danica and our friend Virgil, uh, worked on and it was just like a kind of a, just like a teaser yeah. Uh, yeah it was a little teaser like for we like to do teasers for our shows um so we work with our friend Virgil um he's an incredible oh my gosh he's just an, an incredible artist and um yeah we were just like let's just do like another teaser um so I did a re like a remix or like of Aware our, our song Aware um off the new album Grand Azul and then um, we had filmed first, like we went to Sal del Rey and like filmed some stuff. Um, and then I just like sat down, like Eric helped me like set up some stuff like on Pro Tools. And then I like just re- did a remix of, of Aware and like we put it to the video. So, and then people were like, oh, is this like a full video? And I was like, no, you know, it looks really cool though. I mean, anytime we do a video, we did, we did a video for this EP release show. And then we also did it for our last EP release show. And they were both like so cool. like. I wish they were f- like who, full like videos. Who did the videos of you guys playing live? Like, in, there's one I think you guys are playing like outside, 
and then there's another one where you guys are playing like in a house show. I want to say, or maybe it was like a, a small. Vi- I'm not sure, but I've seen um, them both. I, f- I know. No, no, the outside one was uh, was there like a mural behind yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was for uh, yeah, that was in Harlingen for Encore magazine. Jonathan, Jonathan Montemayor is the guy who filmed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he filmed that, and that was super awesome. So it was for Encore magazine. Um, and then, but we don't have, like, any, like, official, official, like, music videos like that. Because well, that was oh, a yeah, live, yeah. that was a live video. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, like, live yeah. recording. We did, a, we did a hot sauce video. Oh, yes. And we played a song live. Did y'all see that hot sauce video? Y'all should watch it. Like. No, I didn't. I saw it, like it kept coming up on my feed. I just uh-huh. haven't like. No, yeah, it. yeah. Um, no, so yeah, we we took a like a small bit of a extremely hot hot sauce. It's super super hot, and then we just like played one through uh, played through one of our songs, which is Intención, one of our New Year's songs, and we were all drooling and crying. <laughs> How did th- it work with the up. singing? Oh yeah, me and John, like me and Johnny, like actually, I got through the song yeah, pretty good. Yeah, did like, really well for. All of us were burning up, but yeah, like my really well. my throat was like on fire, but I was just like, I gotta pull through, you know. And then I was fine, like you know, it hurt like hell, um, but I was completely fine. I was like, yeah, let, if you want to do it again, like we can do it again, like that's fine, you know. Um, and then it just like like 15 minutes later, I think when we were done like filming and singing, like it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I had never felt that much pain in my life. Like yeah. my stomach. Like, it, I guess it had just hit my stomach, and it was like, oh, my God. It was yeah. the worst. I went through the same thing. And he went through the same we were thing. We the only we ones that went through yeah. that. And we were throwing up. And we were Oh, yeah, and David's girlfriend was yeah, there, and Linda. she took it with us. And she, yeah, she, she threw up. She, she threw up, like, five, five times. times. Yeah. yeah, but it was, like, right after it she, it, like, she took it, and then right after, right? Like yeah, she, it was, like, I think it was, like, while we're performing. Yeah, like, <laughs> she got, like, super Damn. sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and yeah. then yeah. I was, yeah. we Hot were, like, songs. oh, snap, that, that sucks. Hot. And then I started feeling it, and I was, like, oh, my God. But I was taking antibiotics during that time, so I thought I was having, like, an allergic, like, some type of reaction, you know? So I was, like, I got to get this out of my system. Like, and so I started, like, throwing up. And then I started shaking, and then uh, my I started to like sweat. Perf- like I was just sweating, like cold sweats, like really bad. And I was on the floor at some point. And Eric comes out. And he's like, "Do you need to go to the emergency room?" And I was like, "I think I do," because I I, I was like, I, while he was asking me that, I was like, "Oh, my arms are numb. Like I couldn't feel oh, my shit. arms. Like they just like they just I couldn't feel them. Like it was real bad." And then we were, like, on our way, like, home. I was, like, let me just go to the apartment. And we were on our way home, and it just, like, went away. I was, like, oh, I'm fine. I'm and Eric's, like, they return around. We, like, went back. And as soon as we got back, that's when Johnny started feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, walked outside. And he was, like, sitting down, like, up against, like, a storage unit. And he just had his head down. And I was, like, do it you felt all like right? <laughs> when you when you go, like, through a night of, like, heavy drinking, and it's the end of the night, you're just crouched over the toilet. That's what it was like. <laughs> But every Wednesday, I was just burning Johnny. on my insides. I, I was just. I tried to watch sober. over Johnny. I saw him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Johnny's been missing for a little bit. I need to find this guy. What's yeah. up with him? <laughs> and there he is on the floor, like. <laughs> oh, I went out so and I saw Johnny on one knee, and then just Trey just standing in front. I think. Were you like eating something? Yeah, I was much. I was munching out on chips. He was you eating chips him. like in, just in front of Johnny. With Johnny I'm, like, I'm here, man. You need anything? Yeah. And I he busted out his phone like one time. Oh. <laughs> I saw him yeah. like, just like on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, yeah, that uh, was and wild. Night. And Johnny was like partying really loud too. He's like, 
Oh, yeah, it was dude, he it got was, it. it was he got it really bad. I he got it like really bad. <laughs> once it got to that point, I didn't know how to control it. I just felt like it needed to come out, and I didn't hey, know what end it should come out of. Oh, so it's the worst. Like, hey, it was so bad. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah, dude, that's some really hot terrible. sauce. Dude. Hot farts, bro. Man, we should have brought it. Not that like we recommend anybody trying it, but like. I want to have it like with some toothpicks or something ready. Dab it that way, if people are like, yeah. "Hey, like, ask about it," be like, hey, "If you want to try it, yeah. like, at your own risk, but bro." Sign this contract. The for tip me of the quick. toothpick, it, like, if you just want to get an idea, yeah. it, you'll still be like, "That sucks." Like, it sucks. Yeah. What's it called? Do you know what's called? Mad Dog Three Fifty Seven. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. a couple editions there's like to it. And like, the one we got was like because we we had gotten one originally. From a friend, um, which is the original, which is the original one, which is also really fucking hot, but not as hot as supposed to be. This the one. They're we both hot. Oh, Once you get to like levels, right? Suck, like man. those like yeah. Scoville yeah. units. Scoville units. Yeah. 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 So this one, the first one we tried was three hundred and fifty-seven thousand. Yeah, thousand or million. Oh, yeah. Thousand. Yeah. Three hundred fifty-seven thousand, and yeah. then the one that we had when we were doing intention was six hundred. Yeah, six hundred thousand. Million. Six hundred thousand. No, thousand. Thousand. Oh, it had a hundred million. million. That's right. That extract. was double. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's already like pushing it to the limit, like a yeah. human extreme. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dude. I used to have. I worked with a dude in in Austin when I lived in Austin, and this dude was like a hot sauce fanatic, and yeah. he would always like. <laughs> Those whatever Scoby units yeah, or yeah. whatever I don't well, even know what they are. We all love hot sauce, but like hot sauce that like makes food taste good. Yeah, yeah like yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. Give me some hot wings that are like yeah. spicy yeah. but like good. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't mind my nose running a little bit but as long as it tastes good. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that that wasn't and you can't really tell how which one is hotter. Because once it gets to that point, it's just, yeah. it's just like it's just hot. It's, it's crazy. Just, yeah. And then like I, I've seen like on their Instagram, um, they like they'll like post pictures of like food that they made with it, and I just think, man, I bet you that's insanely hot. But like, I kind of want to try that because I wonder how it, how they get it to taste. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the way it tastes. Tastes like fire yeah. in your mouth. No, it tastes like so fire. Cook you uh, up some sun. I, I didn't know ahead, what that tasted like. <laughs> so it's like a really interesting like pastime like or something to get into like. <laughs> Like, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't taste good, you know? It's like, you like the, the, the 20 minutes of, like, just, like, dying. <laughs> so here's the little taste of death. Yeah. See if you yeah. enjoy it. I felt like I was going to die, yeah. Because, uh, uh, like I said, I thought it was, like, the antibiotics. So I was just like, damn, I just fucked up. And I also had, like, <laughs> like two, like, little swigs of, like, beer or something. So I was just right. like, what on did antibiotics. I? On antibiotics. <laughs> yes, on antibiotics. I'm just so serious. So that's why I was like, damn, like, I'm for real. Like, this is it. Like. <laughs> I'm checking out over <laughs> some hot sauce. Yeah, man. I was like, wow. Tell my story. Like, the emergency I was like, well, at least we got to play. Area. Yeah, like, I was like, at least I got to play one more song. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's harsh. Yeah. my final moments oh, are caught on video. So. Yeah, so, and it was a good performance. Yeah, so. This is for y'all. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so, the, um, so, I want to close out. So, just to, before we close out, though. Because, I mean, just at the time, and I want to give you guys time to, like, do whatever you have to do before the show and everything. And also, Augustine, whatever he has to do around here. But, um, so there's, like, this one part of the show that I kind of keep consistent throughout to where I kind of just ask the guest. I don't know why I'm tripping up so much right now. I'm, out, I'm somewhere else in my mind mentally. But anyways, um, have you guys ever had, like, any sort of paranormal experiences? Or just experiences that are, like, 
weird or creepy or anything like that. Like, if any of you all are thinking of anything, you can go first. Like, I don't think so, but I just got to think about it. <laughs> Take a moment. I, I, I have one. David and, and it's funny because like, I really like. I'm he's the most like. Sca- but, yeah, he's but, the biggest. But, like, when I was younger, like I do have one that like I, I still think about. It. It's kind of weird. Um, but I was living in McCown. I was living with my dad, my dad's house, and uh, we were watching TV in the living room. And uh, I was sitting down on the floor, like kind of like close to the TV, and he was sitting behind me, like on the couch. And uh, he had like a stack. He was doing some work, and he had like a stack of business cards, like on his uh, coffee table, I guess. And uh, oh, I guess like just back up a little bit. Like it, it's like he he always thought it was haunted. Like he always experienced stuff. I never really did or whatever, but he always did. And then um, I forgot what movie we were watching. It had Jodie Foster. It was something with space. Uh, Contact. No. Contact. 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 And there was a scene in the movie where, like, um, she or somebody says, like, oh, I don't, like, believe in God or something like that, or God doesn't exist. I don't remember. And then um, my dad, like, he says, that's bullshit. He says something like that, like, that's not true, or something like that. And then when I heard him talking, so I turned around to see what he was talking about, and then when I turned to look at him, the business cards, like, they just, like, flew. Like, they, like if somebody, like, hit them, like, like, like smacked the, the stack of cards, and they just kind of, like, flew in the air. Really, just straight out. Because the, the coffee table was to my right of my dad, right? But my dad, there's also, like, a couch. Like, there's, like, I mean, I, I, I was also turning around when I saw the, there was no movement or anything. It was, like, I don't know. That's one experience I had. I mean, I got, there at the house, I had a couple. It was one time I got home from school early. Um, and uh, I was there, and I was watching TV in the living room. And I remember hearing, like, 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 like footsteps, like in the, it sounds like really like obvious, like to say, but like I heard like footsteps, like in the hallway and stuff like that. And, um, and like it freaked me out so much that I, I went outside and like waited for my dad to get home, like outside. I was like, I was like, fuck, I'm not going back inside. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you're super skeptical. But, but now, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> David's a guy who said that like, if you experience something like, why wouldn't the first thing you'd do is like pull out your phone and start recording it? That's true, though. What do you, you got mean? a point there, man. Um, I don't know if that's what I would do. I if would I just saw like, something. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I'd go live on Facebook. I'd be like, yo, check this out. That's a lie, dude. <laughs> no. 1,000 um, likes. 1,000 likes. Oh, my God. 1,000 uh, likes, and this ghost will fuck with us. So what, yeah. what, would be the first thing, what would be the first thing you would do if you saw a ghost? I don't know. I'd try to like talk to it. Yeah, I don't know. When I was little, I was so scared of ghosts. I would buy those uh, um, ghost stories books, Texas ghost stories, and try to learn as much as I could about, like, the cemeteries. And I mean, because I grew up here in Texas, so South Texas and lots of scary stuff. But now the me that's now, like, I I try to stay calm. Yeah. Yeah. And just think of it like a passing thing, like an idea that's coming into your head and just relaxing and trying to stay calm and... It's going to pass. Just like the hot sauce thing, it passed. Yeah. Like, and then you just like feel normal right afterwards. You're like, whoa, I feel good. Like until so. it starts coming after you. Then you're yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, I mean, no, it's, it's all relative. Like, we'd have to like experience it at the moment to see like, whoa, what in the world? Like, oh, yeah. Kind of like the way we found like that, like on the car, like how like we were all like, hey, where's the thing that goes here? And then like, oh, and then Eric was like, oh, it's like this. And, you know, but it was after we were calm, after we all had water and. Like, yeah. you know, time had passed. So mm. I don't know, but that's a good question, Trey. Like, I feel afraid. I Maybe I'd, I would feel fear, though, uh, of I, the ghost. I think that was, I don't remember whose question it was, but yeah, that's that's where David was like, why wouldn't you just pull out your phone? Like, you should just pull out your phone. You need to get evidence. Like, We're always going to be scared of stuff, though. Like, you yeah. know, it's it's okay. It's natural to be scared. 
but then like the once the fear goes away you can like open up and turn that into maybe curiosity and like yeah investigate like and see like hey what is this maybe yeah. i can learn about it yeah yeah but yeah. i don't think anyone i haven't really man i would kind of would have wanted to <laughs> but same i haven't i don't think i've I don't think I've yeah, man. Like I, I really, I've always like thought about it and like kind of like worked myself up a little bit. You know, just you make like scenarios in your head, you know, and like sometimes you go like too deep in it and you're just, you, know, okay, <laughs> you like, freak yourself out. Like, why am I even yeah. like wasting my time thinking? I'm just sitting here thinking about this like ridiculous situation. There, there was this but, one time. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you go. Hey, I don't have anything. Uh, there, there was this one time where me and my friends, uh, it's because we were going to school at uh, University of Texas in Bronzeville, uh, UTP at the time, and um, uh, they. Oh, it's said that it's haunted there. So one day, everyone's just like geeking out and be like, "Dude, let's go ghost hunting. Let's just go out and like capture stuff." It was like the middle of the night. I think it was like 2 a.m. or something. I'm like, yeah, dude, let's just go. Like, I'm pretty sure we're not going to find anything, but this sounds like a lot of fun. Just go out. Uh, but then uh, we went to like this small little courtyard and um, we started hearing these noises. Well, my friend, my friend Zeke was with me. It was me and him. And he was like trying to record. Um, and uh, oh, I was recording and he was going to like talk to the like ghost or whatever. Yeah, or whatever, so to he get started doing that in the courtyard. And then we started hearing noises after a while. We're like... Oh shoot! Like what the heck? It was like, ee! like real crazy. We're like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, now we found out it was just birds, but. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I still, <laughs> I know, I know. As I was just saying, but. Yeah, it was just, uh, some birds. Scared, dude. I mean, it was probably the birds. Like, man, these people, man, let's just fuck with them. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're always here. Let's my friend got so scared he ran off and I was like, Are you serious? Like you're just gonna leave me here? Like, leave me here with the ghost? You just take off on me like that? Ghost bird. Damn. <laughs> they were they were ghost birds, dude. There's a bird it's bird. ghost bird ghosts. Bird ghosts. Which ghost one is bird. it? I don't know. Bird ghost. Ghost birds. Ghost birds. I think. I think that one makes more sense. I don't know. Yeah. Bird ghost. ghost. Yeah, dude. I've never experienced anything though. One time I walked in on David and he no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell yeah, you, that wasn't scary. normal. <laughs> that was extraterrestrial. <laughs> I've I've heard some interesting stories like over the episodes. So I, was, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's kind of a thing. Like it started out of nowhere. I think it might have started with one of the first episodes we did here with yeah. J Ram, and then like we were just like, you know what, let's kind of keep it a part of the show. Did, uh, so. That's cool. Do you, have y'all experienced anything? Yeah. I think like when I was a kid, well, not I think, this really did happen when I was a kid um, and there were a lot of witnesses, there was a lot of people, it happened in public. Uh, we were at my house, um, live up north here, up, up the highway a little, and lights in the sky, a big giant thing flew over and all the adults, I was like eight, maybe six, seven or eight, all the adults were freaking out and they even told one dude that had like a... Um, metal, you know, we all have like those metal teeth and stuff, the little like whatever they're called, yeah, and they told that guy like, hey, like, those aliens are coming for you, and uh, turned out in San Antonio um, people took uh, speakers up to the Tower of the Americas up there in San Antonio and they tried playing the Close Encounters um, thing because like this was a legitimate like vehicle, legitimate uh, vehicle that flew over 
and it even uh, flew over the San Antonio. This this came out in the news. I mean, this is all real stuff that happened, and mm. it, you know, I'll never forget that time because they made fun of the guy that was from a neighborhood right here. They were like, "Hey, man, they're coming for you because you got the metal in your teeth." And, oh my god! You know, like, yeah. Wow. So, what year was this? Uh, that could have been maybe um, 1986, maybe 85. Oh. I can I can double check and get back with you with the year you know ask some people that were there but it was right there because I was I was right around that age single digit age damn that's fucking crazy damn wow I, I've had a couple of interesting experiences but um, I'll, just, I'll keep it brief because I've fucking told the story so many times on the show <laughs> but um, I've, I've had like an experience with like I, I want to do you guys, are you guys familiar with like what duendes are no. oh my god okay well my oh dad my saw a duende right down the street right there that is creepy. A, a like, duende like, is like, like the Spanish word troll, for like a troll or slash like a gnome, gnome or like a yeah. goblin. Mm-hmm. Like they're known as many very different things, right? They're from all over the world. I mean, they're all over the world. We call them duendes on this part of the world. Okay. But yeah. you'll know them leprechauns, goblins, other okay. little things. Yeah, and so like uh, I had an experience with that and it was like back in high school with Justin, the singer from Two Lions or Dos Leones now. Yeah. And um, like we fucking saw one and I don't know if it was like a group of them or one that was just like fucking with us. And like, it was weird, man. Like it was like, cause we were in his room at the time, just like smoking weed and shit. And his parents, <laughs> his parents were gone and everything. And so we're like, fuck it, man. It's like smoking your room and all that shit. <laughs> and um, like the, the whole night, like we were just hearing like strange shit. Like, fucking like tiny footsteps going up the staircase and like somebody like jiggling the doorknob and then we like it climaxed when we like looked out the window and in the neighbor's house like uh there there's a pool house in in their backyard and we can see it because like we're on the second story of justin's house right and out, out of the corner of the fucking pool house like some entity or whatever maybe like a foot and a half to two feet tall pointy fucking hat and everything just like kind of like stepped out of the shadows the the light source was like from behind it so it was like just a silhouette. We couldn't really like see too many details on it, but it was weird. Like it was just there, That's and then creepy. we're and it was me and Justin and a third person. But that third person didn't like come to the window to see it. And says down like fuck. Like you should have gone to see it. It's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. Just to have like three people as like you know like yeah, yeah. Yeah. for sure. Wow. But I mean we were just like smoking weed. Like I don't feel like we were hallucinating or anything like that or yeah. like a group hallucination I guess yeah. or something. But that no, that's totally real, Josh. They're they're like cross-cultural man i mean you know even multi-generational my dad he's in his 70s dude and he has a story about a duende sitting on the on the fence post so that's totally legit man yeah my dad told me stories of duendes too but he comes from like a small pueblito outside of guadalajara and stuff so like all that paranormal phenomenon prominent i think in uh let's see it's in, in the chronicles of uh whoever it was cabeza de vaca i think cabeza de vaca was the guy that walked from florida through through Louisiana, southeast, and then Texas, and so in his chronicles, he talks about uh, two different races in in Texas, which are the really tiny, tiny people, like three feet tall people, and then the really, really tall people, like fifteen footers. So, you know, that's documented in Cabeza de Vaca journals chronicle. Um, so. There are a lot of terrestrial beings that we just don't know about. You know, that um, allegory of the ocean, I mean, that's really powerful. Can't wait to hear the song. But, I mean, it sort of ties into what we're talking about. Like, there's stuff that we're just skimming the surface on consciousness. We're barely, barely, like, getting to meet these other beings that are out there. They're, they're out there. Yeah, exactly. And a, a lot of, like, the like at the time, like, me and 
like my close group of friends were all into like just like researching and shit like random stuff being on the internet fucking for hours just looking at videos and shit and like a lot of the prominent theories were just like these quote-unquote beings or whatever are just like interdimensional that like they move through like this dimension and the next or whatever and i was like what the fuck this is so crazy and then that happened and i was like uh, fuck i guess like i don't know i i still don't know what to make of it because like i just remember it happening to me and at the time it was just so incredible that like yeah i didn't think to like i'm gonna fucking grab my phone and i don't think our phones were that advanced at the time yeah. it was like 2011 2010 it's not so. a game boy yeah no, <laughs> no but yeah so th- that's my experience with it so it was pretty trippy and then yeah yeah i can't say i've had anything and well, I guess I mean I guess we should wrap up then. Thank you guys for coming on. No, and thank, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. It's a great interview. Thank Good you to meet so much you for having us. No, it's awesome meeting y'all. Thank you all for having this conversation. Yeah, yeah we're super us. excited for the show tonight. Oh yeah, yeah and awesome. for, I forgot to tell y'all this. I'm gonna I usually like whenever I have musicians or uh, on or whatever, I'll play like their music at the end. And if you guys are cool with it, I'm gonna play that song Intention. Is okay. Cool yeah. Yeah, I'll just like let it play and the show will close out to that. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, this will be posted probably later on today. So, awesome, sweet. And everyone listening, uh, check back in with y'all next week. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Thank you. Bye.